Welcome to the Angel Empowerment Healing Show with your hosts, Cindy Smith and Sam Bell. Join them every week as they share powerful tools, advice, and angel messages that will empower you to own your wellness. Welcome, everybody, to the Angel Empowerment Healing Show with myself, Cindy Smith, and Sam Bell. And we have two amazing guests that are joining us for this podcast, Amy Grigg and Deb Weinberger, who are going to talk to you about empowering kids with angels. So we're really excited, right, Sam? We are. These are two of our founding members of the Angel Empowerment Healing Program and uh, super experienced and knowledgeable. And we couldn't miss the opportunity of having them guest, guest star with us, Cindy. I know. This is great. <laughs> so we, you know, myself know how important it is to be able to even talk about angels to kids. And so it's been huge in my world with my own kids growing up. But I love that that Deb teaches honoring our sensitive kids program. And so she's working with kids all the time. And Amy has two beautiful young daughters that she really puts the tools into action. So this, this is going to be an amazing, a must listen through on the show. Sam, can you just start briefly and give a, a quick description about how you've worked with kids with the Angel Empowerment Healing Program? Yeah, absolutely. So as you know, um, I was one of the first Angel Empowerment Healers to be certified in the program. And part of our training is we have to do case studies. And it just happened to be that all of my case studies were with either young babies, um, the youngest was five months old, or young children. So I was a little unsure at first if this would work because my my scientific brain was getting in there thinking, oh my goodness, how will the children understand the language and how do I get them to repeat it? Well, it's quite simple. Archangel Raphael said, use the most familiar voice for the child to hear and listen. And so that would obviously be mum. So I used to get mums to repeat the language and I didn't worry about whether the language was clinical and, you know, a little bit complex, just like we say with our adult mm -hmm. uh, uh, clients, you know, don't worry if you say it the wrong way, because Archangel Raphael knows exactly what he needs to be said, what, what needs to be said to the body. So I would get mom in their beautiful voice that, of course, remember these little ones have heard that mom's voice from the moment they were in the womb. So they hear that voice, it's automatically comforting, it gets them into that relaxed state. And best time is just before bedtime. So at that time, I was doing home visits, and I was running around and seeing all of these babies getting put to sleep with their moms and the language. And it worked, there was just amazing results. So I'm really curious, how, Amy, would you, you've said, you've told us and shared with us that you've worked with your children. Would you like to share how it's worked with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for reference, my children are seven and 10, and they're both daughters, and they're uh, both um, uh, diagnosed autistic as well. So that adds in an extra 
depth of, of interest to it as well. Um, so what I've done is um, taken some of the language, especially for sleep, because they have issues with sleep, um, and have made the language. And I basically say it to them um, every night before bed. And if perchance, because mom, you know, isn't necessarily on top of everything all the time, if I forget to do the language, they remind me, they're like, mom, wow. you have to do the healing angel tonight. Um, and so, so like I have to do it. So it's part of their routine and it's part of their comfort. And it's not just something that, that they're not taking in either, because it's, it's interesting because like the other day, my daughter had a loose tooth and it, when it came out, finally, she's, she's, she's like, oh, so happy. She's like, oh. I asked Archangel Raphael to make sure that it came out today while I was eating and it happened. Isn't that just wonderful? I'm like, yeah, that is wonderful. So you know that it's not like just going in and out and it's just a soothing voice that's happening. They're actually listening to it and recognizing mm -hmm. that they can ask the Arch Archangels for help um, and specifically that Raphael is with healing. So they tying it all together. And, and it was nice because it's not like I told them oh, if your tooth is loose and you want it to come out, you have to ask Archangel Raphael about it. They put it all together and they have started to feel empowered and asking for themselves for these different things. So that was a really exciting mommy moment when that happened. Well, I love that, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. And maybe I'm going to, before we go to Deb, I'm just going to ask Cindy. I just know that you can explain why children will take in this information with no filter. <laughs> With no filter, yes. So <laughs> here's the we we I often refer to the three minds, and I just come off a of teaching a first level angel empowerment practitioner. And so there's the conscious mind, the unconscious mind, and the higher self. And with children, um, especially the age of, of Amy's children, their full-on filter system, as we as we refer to, hasn't been full on, I'm going to block whatever is said, or they've developed their own personal little belief systems around what would stop them from the angels helping them. It, it's like, it's easier, if I can say anything, it's easier for the, the language that they're hearing when Amy states what she's made from the manual around sleep, but that it's put it into language that the kids can understand that is going direct into the unconscious mind. So they are taking it in without blocking it. And especially because mom is saying it and mom's teaching and, you know, they even, I've got to know Amy's children a little bit and they even have my wings of love journal with all 15 archangels in there and Amy's Amy's talking about different archangels and you know because that that book is wrote for adults it isn't written for children and so Amy's adapted even that right Amy yeah it was quite funny so I was doing the language with um Raphael with the kids at night and then my eldest daughter she's like mom what about the other archangel? Shouldn't we have some more choice? Shouldn't we have some more variety? What do they have to say? They're like, <laughs> oh, okay, thanks for calling me out. Um, <laughs> Cindy, like, Cindy, I need some more of your books. So, um, so that was great. So, so we're we're working through that with them too. So, yeah, it was it was interesting that it was um, they're like like uh, like uh, prompting to me. It's like, hey, 
what about all these other angels that you've talked about before? Because they've actually taken, um, uh, Deb has a course honoring your sensitive kids and they've taken that course with her. And so that opened up so that they know that there's all these other archangels out there. So they're, um, they're keeping me honest, Deb. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so Deb, Deb, take over, Deb, because <laughs> you've been teaching honoring our sensitive kids for a while. Yeah, I think it's been five years now, six years. So um, ah, that's one of my favorite things to teach. When when I start introducing the angels to the children, so I work with kids around six to 12, and, and I have done as young as four-year-olds, just depends on the child. But when they start learning about the angels, they are so intrigued. And what, because they know that now they have somebody on their side. They have somebody that will never be mad at them, that will always be there to help them. And all they have to do is ask. And it is just seeing them light up once they've been introduced is amazing. And, you know, just for an example, like early on um, when I started teaching, um, my my one granddaughter, she would have been about six at the time, Um I had taught her the course and then we went and we were doing an office clearing. So when I say an office clearing, there wasn't anything really bad. It was just dense energy. The owner wanted me to just lighten it up. So she, I, she, I happened to be with her. So she came with me. And so I was um, using Sage, but then I was filling every room with Archangel Michael's love and light. And she looked at me, she goes, we can do that. I said, Absolutely. And so she helped me do every single room. And then we talked about how at nighttime, she could ask Archangel Michael to clear and fill her bedroom with love and light. So this gave her an, a tool and it empowered her at nighttime. And it it changed her bed night, her bedtime routine in that she wasn't so afraid of the dark anymore because she had this tool and she was filling her room herself with love and light. So it's these little things when we empower them with these tools. Um, the other thing that I find, we infuse crystals with the each angel energy. So they have something physical to hang on to that reminds them the angels are always there for them. So, you know, when they need a little bit of courage, they will have their amethyst in their pocket, maybe. And that's been infused with Archangel Michael. And they know he will help them if they have to present in class or go on stage for whatever. Um, so I, I just, um, just seeing them feel like, okay, I have something I can do myself. It's all mine. And um, yeah, it's, it's inspiring. It's really inspiring every time I teach it. And the stuff they come up with that they think they, you know, can I ask the angels this? And of course you can. You know, it's the one, actually this December, I was pulling into a market and um, the parking lot was so full. So I, and I guess I don't even realize, I say it out loud, you know, oh, angels, please help me find a parking place. And my little other granddaughter, she's four, so she hasn't taken the course yet. And she went, Grandma, do the angels live here? And I said, oh, honey, the angels live everywhere. And they will do that for you? And I said, they will. And sure enough, somebody pulls out of a spot close to the door. We pull in. And those two little ones, her three-year-old sister was with her too, were like, woohoo, thank you, angels. So they're learning very young that we can ask for the littlest things. And they'll listen and they'll help when they can, if it's for our best good. 
So, yeah. I love but, that you mentioned crystals there, Deb, because that's one of the things that people ask me, you know, what is it about crystals? And I say, well, you know, don't you remember when you were a kid or do you have kids when they had that one stone on the beach that meant something? It was their special stone. They can feel that energy. They're not like us that thinks, ah, that's a load of, you know, codswallop. But uh, no, they, they know. And then if they lose that stone, then you're spending the rest of the day looking for that particular stone. And you can't change them. They know what that stone is. They know that energy. You try to give them one that looks slightly similar, they'll go, mm, no, that's not it. They feel it. They feel that energy and they're attuned to it. So I love that. Thank yeah. you. And children are so open. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so, and that's a good thing in that they are able to sense things, they know things, they just, and they're open to information. They're like little sponges and they're very willing to try, to try mm -hmm. working with an angel or, but also with them being very open, they need to learn to protect their energy. And that is one of the things we go over in class to work with the angels to shield and clear and change the cord energy. And, you know, these are concepts that um, they, they, I do teach it in a way that they'll understand. It's like a bubble. You're stepping into a bubble that's going to protect you, but it really does help them step into the world every day. If they're able to use those tools with the angels, for sure, because they are, they're just so open their shell is not their filters are so thin that they take it all in so yeah and and that's it comes back to the filter system as we age we create more filters our conscious mind our ego uh, we create different beliefs and if sometimes if we could just remember what we we're like when we were young without all the beliefs that we picked up along the way and how open we can be that it would make it a lot easier on us adults. And so when I always, and from the get-go of me starting to do this, and Deb knows this, I have always been so excited when an adult says to me, Cindy, this is happening. My child is is kind of talking about this, this energy or this message or can you give me some guidance as to what I can do to help? Cause I really like my child to know that it's okay. And it's, it's okay to be sensitive, but what tools can we teach kids that will allow them to be sensitive, still use their ability to be sensitive without wanting to stay away from the world basically is what happens. So, and again, we go back to the three minds. It's that filter system. Kids are, like Deb says, open to learn. And Amy, I know like you can say to other parents, because you've been you've been working with your girls, not only teaching them a lot about the angels, but crystals, right? We know your girls love crystals. So they got the what was it, the the crystal advent calendar for Christmas. So what is it about, what do you witness with them with stones? Well, it's interesting because we also got um, a crystal grid for their room. Remember that? We got that oh, because right. um, for the help with the sleeping and, and making them feel safe in their room because uh, um, 
<clears throat> they're one of the ones that as soon as they're uncomfortable, it's like, boom, they're in our bed. And then at in the morning, we have like our bed has four people in it, right? <laughs> so like, how do we get the children to stay in their bed? And how do we get them to feel safe while they're sleeping and, and have their sleep not interrupted? So part of that too was getting that crystal grid in the room and including um, Jeremiah with that to help them during sleep time to, to help them keep settled. And, and honestly, it's made a huge difference. So, um, and so the girls, the girls know that too, that, that all the archangels associated with keeping their, the room safe at night. And so with that, they've, they've come, they, they have like favorites now for archangels. Like my little one, she loves Metatron just because like he's rainbows, right? The aura and then visualizing the, the rainbow, um, the rainbow shield. And she just, she just loves it. So um, they have like these little pouches where they have their, their stones and, and angels and they just love them. Um, and it's actually kind of almost an issue now because it's quite prolific. We have quite a lot of crystals, <laughs> but, but they're always like, oh, this one has this energy. And so like you were saying, Sam, like they, they can tell. And then they're like, oh, this is my Metatron bowl. And this is my this. And so they're, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's quite interesting how much they pick up themselves and how much intuitively themselves they they start gaining their own personal relationship with the angels and and letting that be known and I think crystals are really helpful for that oh I agree I mean I remember Ben my, is my son he's now 23 oh my goodness 24 next oh. but um I remember when he had major surgery and he was he was 11 and he insisted on taking his his crystals in with him to the operating room. And we spoke to the doctor previously, you know, prior to the, the operation. And he said, yep, absolutely, we can arrange that. Because, of course, everything's going to be sterile, right? But he took his, and it, it was um, it was actually howlite. Howlite and prionite and selenite. Those were the three that he took. And then the other thing that he also did, and now that my stepson Will will do, who's 13, is they have crystals that they put in their pockets when they're playing baseball to ask the angels to not allow the, uh, you know, to, for the, the ball not to hit them and <laughs> to play well. <laughs> so oh, I didn't know I love that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Archangels, please, please ensure <laughs> protect me from any fly balls. <laughs> well, and I just like, you know, uh Deb and Amy have said too, kids are they're open to learn more because they have that, they really have that intuitive ability to understand what we may have shut off. I'm, you know, I'm just saying the way it is. So kids are really good at putting adults in their place <laughs> when, yeah. when it comes to healing energy, crystal energy. And so anything, because we're getting close to close already, our time goes so quickly. So Deb and Amy, anything, any one powerful statement you'd like to share with our audience about angel empowerment and healing with with children um i think first of all it's a lot of pressure one empowering sentence but, <laughs> but but i would one of the messages i'd like to get across is don't underestimate the children they have the ability to learn more than we think 
and they have the ability to embrace the new ideas to work with the angels to assist them and they will teach you you just have to listen and they will teach you so awesome that was good and amy now you get to follow that well i'm just going to add on to what deb has to say is part of that don't underestimate your children is also age as well it's never too early like even with sam she said the youngest was five months old yeah introducing them to angel energy so it's it's never too early I love that. I love that. You know, and we're, and you know, the big thing it is, this is the Angel Empowerment Healing Show. And for any of you who have children that are possibly struggling with health, whether it be emotional or physical or mental, um, Angel Empowerment Healing will assist. And so find Amy and Deb on our angel empowerment healing website because they are founders with sam and myself you will be able to find them on the website reach out to them ask questions perhaps even book a session with them and find out what how you could set up to work with your own children right sam yeah absolutely all their uh, all their con- contact details are there you'll be able to see their names there and all you do is go to www.angelempowermenthealing.com and then it's forward slash founders and you'll find them there ah there see i needed my <laughs> sam to make sure we did it right <laughs> but um we really sam and i really are um well, I can speak for myself. I am so proud to have you both, Amy and Deb, assisting us to really share the the empowerment of this program, and especially when it comes to children. There is so many different avenues that we can assist our children out there in the world. So thank you. I'm very happy to have you part of our founding team. Sam, anything you would like to close with? Uh, no, just uh, stay tuned. We're going to be introducing some of our other founding members as the podcast prog- progresses. And uh, yeah, we've got an amazing team. We like to call it the Angel Empowerment Healing Family. And that's exactly what we are. Thank you so much, Deb and Amy, for being with us today. We will. You will be listening next time. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Angel Empowerment Healing Show. Your hosts, Cindy Smith and Sam Bell, will be back next week with more tools, advice, and angel messages to empower you to own your wellness. Visit our podcast page at www.angelempowermenthealing.com forward slash podcast, where you will receive three healing meditations recorded as a thank you for being one of our listeners.